0: greetings everyone and welcome to another episode of the love queendom this is a space of love and joy and peace and abundance and all the good things and here at the love queendom we talk about spiritual ascension and how to create your own reality and on today's episode i am going to be doing a part four of my spiritual journey and I'm just giving a disclaimer. I believe this episode will be much longer than my other episodes. So grab your popcorn, grab your snacks, grab your tea, um, and let's get into it. So this episode, I'm going to talk about my twin flame spiritual awakening. And I'm honestly even cringing to myself a little bit as I say that because as I am on a twin flame journey and... um Also, as I've dabbled in the Twin Flame community and Twin Flame content, I understand why it is one of the cringier sides of the spiritual community. Um, And I definitely have my thoughts, okay, on the Twin Flame community, but maybe I'll share some of those at the end. Um, But really, I do wanna share my story about how I awakened spiritually um, through my Twin Flame relationship and where I'm at in my journey right now, how I feel like everything that I had been going through in my life prior to this awakening was really leading me to here. Um, And yeah, just kind of where I am at now in my spiritual journey is really that I have fully come into the conscious awareness that I am an infinite spirit. Okay. Having a temporary physical experience where I am embodying a human vessel and my spirit is now the one in control. Okay. I am fully in alignment with my heart and my spirit and I am living, um, a heart-based life, a life to fulfill my heart and my spiritual calling. Um, I follow my intuitive guidance. I follow my um, the nudges in my spirit, the wisdom in my spirit. I do receive um, what some people call downloads of information regarding things. You know, um, I have developed now what I call, well, it's not actually what I call, what I've seen is called clairsentience, where you can look at things and you sort of know, like you can read the energy and you know where the energy is coming from. Um, and there was another one. It's not clairvoyance. But anyways, there's another one as well. <laughs> Spiritual gifts that have been activated and unlocked from my Twin Flame Awakening, which I'm very grateful for. And I think it's really cool. Um, but like I said, I this will be a longer episode. And um, I'm going to try to make this sort of um, as detailed as possible, just so that you guys can... Really understand how everything ties in together and how, you know, my spiritual awakening really truly was a twin flame awakening. It has all of the classic hallmarks of a twin flame awakening. So I'm 100% convinced. I've had other people, I've had tarot readings that have confirmed this for me. And this is in addition to my own experience and my own inner knowing about the situation and everything. So, Um, I will also share sort of where I'm at in my Twin Flame journey as well. I am not in union with my Twin Flame yet. Um, However, I do believe that we are on that trajectory. Um, We are in the process of manifesting that and everything is unfolding towards that end. So I will share with you where I'm at with that. And I think, you know, as I mentioned, I will kind of talk about my perspective a little bit on the twin flame community. And really, I think my biggest um, beef or my biggest ick with the twin flame community is that there are so many people in that space who talk about how to come into union with your twin flame. But most of these people haven't actually done it. And they are really just regurgitating information that they've heard from other people um, as they're on their journey. And they're really kind of believing in these things and holding on to it themselves to have hope for their union. Um, So one thing that I don't want to do on my platform is share things with people or tell people, hey, you should do this, when I have not actually seen the tangible results of doing these things. Or, you know, basically, I don't want to be out here telling people to do things or teaching people how to do things that I haven't actually done myself. So you know, I share all of my manifestations. I share transparently the things that I'm currently trying to manifest and where I'm at in my journey with those things. Um, And when I do come into union with my twin flame, then I can start talking about, hey, this is how to get into union with your twin flame and stuff like that. But until that time, I will... Only share with you how I've gotten to the point where I'm at now where I feel pretty much completely healed from the trauma of a twin flame awakening because it is a very, very traumatic process. Anybody who has gone through it knows exactly what I'm talking about. But what I have have also observed is that many people actually cannot fully come out of that trauma and they still are Really struggling and clinging on to their twin flame, and just, you know, like hoping and wishing and longing for their twin flame, and just are not really able to um, ascend, right? Because the twin flame journey is about spiritual ascension. It is about waking up to who you really are as a spiritual being having a human experience and being able to come into that knowing, come into that awareness you know, get all of your spiritual powers and gifts unlocked so that you can fulfill your destiny on earth. This is what I believe it is. Um, This is what I feel to be true for myself and um, what has been true for my experience of this so far. Um, But yes, the podcast is about how did we get here. So let's talk about how I got to this point. So first of all, one thing I'll say is ever since I was a little kid. I always had this inner knowing and this desire to have this great love, this great relationship where, you know, I would be like a queen standing beside my king and we would do great things together. I always had that feeling inside of me since I was young, right? And I felt like that was my destiny. And again, as I said, my twin flame journey really has a lot of the hallmarks of a classic twin flame journey and that is one thing that i have seen a lot that people talk about is that you kind of have this desire or this knowing since you were a kid of a great love right and you long to meet that person one day i 100 percent had that feeling so in my dating life what i'll say is that um my first love that was a, a catastrophic love it was you know my first heartbreak and the patterns, actually, the, the romantic patterns, let's say the romantic trauma patterns that developed from that relationship, which I now understand were love patterns that were given to me from the family dynamics that I grew up in, um, which again is also part of the Twin Flame journey, clearing out that programming. Um, that was also part of my Twin Flame awakening as well. So my very first boyfriend he um he cheated on me with a number of different women and i was again not self-aware enough to realize that i was actually very insecure and paranoid in their relationship despite the fact that he was a cheater right i would look for the cheating i would take his phone and read it at nighttime and you know just kind of be super paranoid all the time and that would lead to our breakups. And eventually, it got to a point where the other one of the other girls just wouldn't go away. And so I basically just decided that you know what, I'm going to remove myself from the situation and I moved on with my life, right. Um, But that pattern in a way sort of is what played out in my twin flame awakening. And what I realize now too, is that If we don't learn how to correct these subconscious programs that play in our mind, which create these scenarios that we live in our physical reality, um, we live them over and over again. right? And they stay there lying dormant, even if you try to uh, use your ego to project something else. If that program is still there in your mind and you haven't wiped it out, it's going to come out again in some way, shape or form. Um, And so that absolutely happened to me. Um, But let's sort of go into meeting my twin flame and that kind of thing. So that was my first relationship. This was the toxic blueprint that would play out in my twin flame awakening. Before meeting my twin flame, I dated several other men. Um, None of the relationships between my first love and my twin flame really felt like this these people could be my husband. None of them really felt like they were my true love or my person. And even after getting over my first love that was my, you know, big traumatic heartbreak at the time, um looking back to after I got over it, I never I stopped feeling like he was my person as well, right? So, I was really just kind of living my life. I traveled a lot in my 20s and Did different things, finished university, got jobs, and was just trying to kind of live the life that I dreamed of living for myself. And um, when I met my twin flame, I had recently moved to a big city after living abroad for a year. And um, I came back 26, about to turn 27, feeling to myself that, okay, now you know, I'm back to my real life, it's time for me to start putting some roots down and really grounding my life and finding a a person to have a serious relationship with, right? A relationship that could lead to marriage and all of that kind of stuff. Um, And I thought also because I was in a big city that it would be easy for me to find a lot of people to date. I was new to the city as well. So, you know, I really had that abundance mentality when it came to dating and stuff like that. So at this time, uh, you know, dating apps like Tinder and Hinge were still um, allowable (laughs) to use, I'll say. So I met some men on these apps. And again, none of these men turned out to be my person. I did also meet some men just in passing who I, you know, dated casually or whatever. None of them really clicked for me as well. And tying into my part three of my spiritual journey, towards the end of 2019, um, I didn't realize, but I was actually having a a kind of an ego death, a transition, right? I was being guided back towards my heart path, my soul path, my, my destiny, right? Because I was in the process of all of these ego pursuits at that time, this new job, this relationship with this guy who wasn't really my person, I didn't really feel a strong pull towards him in my heart, but I just wanted to have a relationship and, you know, all of these things. And so I kind of lost everything and was in a really low place in my life at the time. And during that low period, I also tried to rekindle another relationship with an ex who, again, was not somebody who I felt a strong pull towards in my heart, But he felt like a safe bet, you know, he felt like the guy that if I wanted to have a relationship where it looked good on the surface and I could have a life that looked good, um, even if it wasn't fulfilling in my heart, he's the person that I would pick to do it with. And so I tried to rekindle my relationship with him, keeping in mind that I was the one who initially ended things between us and... He ended up rejecting me in a way that kind of broke me a little bit because I was not self-aware enough at the time to realize really and truly that I was in a low place. I was in a fragile place. Right. And I was trying to use all of these things to cling on to, to, you know, protect my ego and make me feel good. And the universe was like, no, no, no. Right. So he kind of rejected me. And I remember having a breakdown in my car and just feeling super low and, you know, whatever. Um, this person is not my twin flame, <laughs> by the way, okay? I'm building up to the story. So that happened and whatever. Now, my twin flame is actually the guy who I dated immediately after that ex. And my twin flame and I, we had sort of this on and off relationship. And the relationship was on and off because he was that guy who was always like, oh, I'm not ready for a serious relationship. I'm not ready for a serious relationship. And I just got to a point where I was totally annoyed with it and I did not want to deal with him. And I just kind of blocked him out of my mind. And again, because when I met my twin flame, I had newly moved to the city. I had an abundance mindset when it came to dating. I had uh, done a lot of um, learning about, you know, how to do rotational dating and, you know, how to tap into your feminine energy and lean back so these men will chase you and all of that kind of BS, right? So I really kind of was doing this ego dating stuff, I'll say. So in the initial phases of dating my twin flame, um, number one, I never was consciously aware of how unique or special our connection was um it felt really nice for us to be together but because i thought you know what whatever if he's not my person i can just find someone else i didn't really you know think how special it was and my self-worth and my self-esteem at the time was also much better and i think that also tied into it a lot as well because um i just didn't feel like oh my gosh you know when we would break up i would be sad and i would be hurt and he would always be the ones to initiate the breakup most of the time as well um yeah i would be sad i would be hurt but i was never sort of catastrophically beaten down and broken to the point where i couldn't just like pick myself and move on and start dating other guys and you know Again, I was really into rotational dating and I just believed that there were so many other men out there for me. So when I met my twin flame, again, another classic hallmark of a twin flame journey is meeting your twin flame under, you know, completely random circumstances. And what happened was after breaking up with my ex, who I wasn't really particularly in love with, I said to God, (laughs) you know, I know there's a man out there for me that I can have everything with, you know? I can have that romantic love, but he can also be someone that makes sense for me to be with on paper. Like I can actually have both, right? And I just believed it. I just believed that person is out there for me. Very shortly after I made that declaration, I met my twin flame and I met him on the bus my friend who I was with at the time actually started talking to my twin flame and I was looking at my friend like why are you talking to this random man that we don't know and what actually happened was that my friend thought my twin flame was this guy that we had seen at a party the weekend before meanwhile my twin flame and my friend live in the same well they lived in the same building And so my twin flame had seen my friend around and I guess he thought my friend had seen him around too. So, you know, he was just kind of like friendly responding to him. And I was just there like, what is this awkward interaction? But anyways, we all ended up talking to each other. And because our final destination was the same, I was on my way to my friend's house and my twin flame was going home. We all exchanged numbers and, you know, whatever that was that I never saw him as someone like dateable, actually. Um, First of all, I could tell that he was younger than me, my twin flame is two years younger than me. And I just didn't really look at him as someone who was like serious dating material, right? Because remember, I had moved back to the city thinking that I need to find somebody to have a serious relationship with and settle down and whatever. And he was just not giving me that energy. So I had his number but I didn't think anything of him in that regard. And he started texting me and, you know, trying to talk to me and stuff. And I thought to myself, "Ah, that's cute. You know, he he actually thinks he has a chance with me. And so I thought to myself, you know what? After breaking up with this guy who wasn't it, you know, he wasn't fulfilling my heart. I thought, you know, my twin flame could just be someone that I spend some time with. doesn't have to be anything serious, you know. When I find a guy who is really, you know, a real man, you know, my real husband, I'll just let him go and keep it moving. That was what I thought, right? Little did I know that I would actually fall in love (laughs) with my twin flame and we would develop this, you know, really beautiful connection with each other. And I remember in the very early days of our, our dating history, we were lying in bed together. And I said to him, I said, you know, have you ever like been with someone and it just feels right, you know, like you can't explain it, but it just feels right. And then I remember, you know, he, him kind of nodding his head and agreeing with me. And um, when we tried to rekindle our relationship again, just before I had my catastrophic twin flame awakening, the exact same scenario happened where we were lying in bed and I said to him, you know, doesn't this just feel right? And he was like, yeah, right? And so I knew our connection was special. But like I said, in the early days, I didn't really fully realize it. I thought it was replaceable. I thought it was something that you can get with Someone else, right? So we dated and we had a great connection. It was beautiful. It was romantic. It was cute. I really did feel like we had future potential together. But the problem was that he would always run away because he would always feel like, I'm just not ready for a serious relationship. I'm not ready for a serious relationship. And I just couldn't deal with that. So eventually I just kind of blocked him out of my mind, stopped responding to him he would try to reach out to me sometimes and i just didn't care anymore because i felt like this person is unserious i need to find you know a serious person to be with and then ending of 2019 as i mentioned in part three of my spiritual journey all of these catastrophic things happened where my life basically fell apart i was living back at home i was by myself and i was really just sitting with myself thinking, like, what is my life, you know? And during that period of kind of solitude, I would say, I wasn't really trying to date anyone or doing do anything like that, but um, I came across this video on YouTube. It was like a dating video, sort of. And the man in the video was talking about how every woman just has that one guy they can never forget or, you know will always be in their heart or something like that, right? And immediately he said that the first thing that came to my mind was my twin flame. I thought to myself, oh my God, he's my true love. We have to be together. <laughs> and the inner chase was activated, okay? Um, so immediately that happened. The inner chase was activated and I reached out to him. But I noticed that the energy and the dynamic felt different. It felt really wrong. And I couldn't exactly put my finger on what it was or why I was feeling this way. I just knew that I didn't really like how I was feeling, but I didn't know how to fix it. And what I was feeling was a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety, a lot of paranoia, a lot of insecurity, right? Like, oh my God, what if he's with another girl? That was the big one. What if he's with another girl and I just started having all of this fear. And then this fear started manifesting into dreams where I dreamt of him being with another girl and then me coming into the picture and him leaving me to be with this other girl and I was really hurt, right? And I had another dream where I saw him and the girl together in real life and another dream where... um Two of my friends were also in the dream as well. And all of these dreams came true, okay? And this is important because all of this ties into how my twin flame awakening really connects to specific areas of my spiritual journey and my spiritual calling and my destiny, right? So had these dreams, was reaching out to my twin flame. And even though everything didn't really feel good, it didn't feel right for me, I just couldn't help myself, right? I still had to go through with trying to be with him and trying to rekindle our relationship, even though I could feel that energetically this just wasn't right. Um, The dynamic wasn't really what I wanted. I wasn't feeling how I really wanted to feel, right? And in the early days of our dating relationship, you know, again, because my self-esteem was higher at the time, I was feeling better about myself. I even remember during that time looking at myself in the mirror a lot and just telling myself like oh I love myself you know I love myself you know my self-love game was on point at the time but again all of this was subconscious and I still had programs in my mind that were dormant that would sometimes come to the surface but I wasn't again consciously fully aware of these things so anyways back to me trying to rekindle things with my twin flame I became the chaser at this point, okay, I was the chaser. And when I moved back to the city, I saw my twin flame. And the first thing that I, you know, asked him was, are you seeing anyone right now? And then boom, he tells me, you know, there's this girl that he sees from time to time. It's not anything serious. You know, he was just lonely during the pandemic. And he doesn't really want to be with her that he really you know, wants us to be together and that he knows that our connection is special and he's took me for granted and all of this stuff right so there was kind of this mutual agreement that our connection was special and we both took it for granted we both didn't really realize that it's not replaceable right and that we wanted to be together in a serious relationship and that we were both ready So the desire for what we both wanted was the same, right? It was the same on both sides. Um, But I think what we both were not realizing was that even though we had this desire and consciously we both thought that we were ready for a serious relationship, the relationship that we truly desired to have, we both actually were not who we needed to be in order to have that relationship. But everything that was going on, I believe, is just the unfolding for us to get there. So we kind of come to that agreement where okay we want to be together let's try and again the desire was there the feeling was nice when we would be together but at the same time there was just a lot of fear and paranoia that was not usually there for me and you know our communication wasn't normal it wasn't consistent it just didn't feel right right the dynamic just didn't feel right but again like I said I couldn't stop myself from doing the chase from going through it right I just wanted this so badly and I would just cling on to any morsel of him that I could get right I I just wanted it so bad and so exactly as my dreams predicted and exactly as my fear and paranoia predicted, which I would also look for in my 3D reality. I started creeping around to see, you know, his social media, who was he following, who was he friends with, you know, to see if maybe one of these girls, you know, something was going on with him and these girls. And then the other girl basically got wind of him and I being together. And then she ejected herself from the situation. And then that was when he felt a ways and he decided to chase after her and left me. And I was crushed. I was devastated. I was so heartbroken, right? Because remember, this was really us coming back together and really reestablishing our connection and it feeling so right again. And just having that knowing that, this is my person, and this is the person that I desire to be with. And being crushed in that way and having it end in that way was really, really, really traumatic. It was extremely traumatic. And anybody who has been through, you know, a twin flame awakening <laughs> knows exactly what I'm talking about. The pain is a lot, okay? It's very intense. But even as I was going through all of this emotional pain, My spirit was calm and a lot of things were being revealed to me. It was like immediately I knew all of these things happened. I knew that they had to be happening. And I knew also that I am the one who manifested all of it from the fear energy that I was in, which wasn't feeling right. Um, Me looking for things in my 3D reality and also you know me having these dreams which was showing me what was in my subconscious right what was being imprinted there and also while everything was unfolding and we were trying to rekindle our relationship together I also had a dream that we got engaged and that we got married and we had kids together and it was like beautiful right and those dreams really kind of um Gave me this hope and this optimism that, okay, even though I'm not feeling good right now, I believe that this is my person. And yes, I've had these bad dreams, but I just believe that, you know what, the good dreams are going to come true. And so when all the bad dreams came true, and everything unfolded, um, I was hurt, I was crushed, I was devastated, I was going through that, you know, twin flame separation pain and all of this stuff, I was extremely emotionally destabilized. But as I said, I also had this clarity in my spirit and this knowing that all of this had to happen. And it was like everything inside of us that was not compatible with the kind of relationship that we truly desire to have together had to come to the surface in order to be cleared out so that we could have what we really wanted. And it was the same way, you know, my life sort of fell apart at the end of 2019 and all of these things happened so that I could be realigned with my true soul path and my true soul purpose and my destiny. So I believe that all of these things were tied in together. And again, this is just my inner feeling, right? Of how I feel about my situation, my interpretation of my situation. So, a boom, the breakup happened. I was crushed, I was devastated. But my spirit immediately started, you know, communicating information to me that, yeah, you know, everything is going to be okay. All of this just has to happen for now. We both have to become who we really need to be. And because I had those positive dreams and it was basically revealed to me through all of these things happening that I had manifested this situation, I knew that I had the power to create my desired outcome. The good dreams that I had could also come true too. That was what I believed, right? My bad dreams don't have to be the only ones that come true. But now the question for me was, how do I create the good dreams? How do I actually shift myself and shift reality and shift the timelines so that I can manifest the good dreams? And this is what I really was so heavily focused on in trying to um, come back into union with my twin flame was, okay, how do I do this, right? How do I manifest what I truly desire in my heart? And I knew if I was still in the mental and emotional condition that I was in at that moment, and if I stayed in that energy, I would never be able to not only rekindle my relationship with my twin flame but i also would never be able to just have a normal relationship with anyone i i knew right i was like so emotionally messed up and crushed that i knew if i do not get myself out of this energy it's literally game over for me in the game (laughs) okay so i was extremely um hungry and desperate for information that could help me figure out okay how do i manifest this right And towards the ending of part three of my spiritual journey, I was talking about how I had already started kind of getting into manifestation and how to raise your vibration and stuff. And actually, as I'm saying this podcast now, I think I realized that I was trying to figure out how to raise my vibration because I could feel that I was not in the right energy. Even as I was, you know, with my twin flame and before the separation happened and everything, I could feel, right, that... I wasn't in the right energy and I knew that I needed to raise myself higher. So I was kind of trying different things, looking around at different things on how to raise your vibration and stuff like that. right? And I was also sort of getting into manifestation as well because I wanted to manifest this end goal between me and my twin flame. And I was also sort of becoming aware that a lot of the other things, that big things particularly, that I had accomplished in my life... I had manifested them and when i say i had manifested them it was like i had projected my inner will onto the circumstances of my life and i sort of held this knowing so strongly that yes this is what is going to unfold for me and it unfolded for me even if all of the things that i needed for that thing to unfold weren't in place right So because of this accumulation of experiences of manifesting big things, my family's dream home, my condo, my jobs, I just knew I can do this. You know, I can actually manifest a specific person in a specific outcome and have what I truly desire in my heart. And I just believed and felt and knew that this is what my spirit was setting me up to do, right? And that this was really the basis of what my twin flame journey was specifically about. And I think maybe it's different for everyone, but I truly believe that, again, this is just coming from the perspective of where I'm currently at in my journey because I'm not in union with my twin flame. But I believe that we can create whatever we want, right? We can manifest whatever we want in our reality. Nothing is impossible. And I believe that, I was, I was being groomed essentially to see that you, know, you are creating your own reality through what is going on in the subconscious part of your mind, through the energetics and emotional state that you're in. And if you can shift yourself out of that and create a new version of yourself and get into a new energy, you can create a new outcome for yourself. So I was very determined to create that outcome to figure out how to do this. Um, And I believe that one of the reasons perhaps why many people struggle on their twin flame journey is because a lot of what is said about coming into union with your twin flame is just about doing healing, right? They say you just have to heal and your twin flame will also heal and then you got, and they'll just come back, right? And it, it just happens. But I believe that you know, because I'm really big on manifestation and reality creation, you actually have to intend a specific outcome to happen. It's not just about you feeling better, but it's about you becoming the version of yourself that you need to be in order to have the outcome that you want to have, have the relationship that you want to have, create the reality that you want to live in, and hold the inner knowing that that is what is going to happen for you. So, in addition to there being like a healing and energetic clearing, emotional clearing aspect to the twin flame journey, I believe there is also a manifestation and reality creation component to this journey as well, which many people kind of um I don't see a lot of people talking about that is all I'm going to say. I just see a lot about healing, healing, healing. And when you're healed, you know, you're, when you're fully healed, you'll come into union with your twin flame. But no one talks about you have to know it into being. And so that is what I'm choosing to do for myself. And interestingly, as I ha- have gone on the journey of figuring out how to sh- heal myself, But not just heal myself, actually shift myself into a higher version of myself, into the version of myself that can actually receive my twin flame in the way that I truly desire. The healing has been taking place as I've been doing the shifting, right? Um, And it's almost like I'm jumping timelines as well. So again, as I said, for me in my twin flame journey, I truly believe that it's not just about the healing. It's really about you stepping into this ultimate awareness, this ultimate knowing that you are a spiritual being, having a human experience, and that you can consciously create the reality outcomes that you desire for yourself. So we're on the road to doing this now. And as I said, I'm not in union with my twin flame. So everything that I'm saying to you is just what I'm believing from where I'm at in my journey right now. Um, But as I've been shifting myself, right, and shifting myself internally, aligning myself to what I truly desire, I've been seeing changes, okay? I have observed many things regarding my twin flame and seeing changes happening with him. Things are very subtle, but I've, Notice things I've observed things okay and that for me I don't think is a coincidence I do believe that all of these things are tied together because I am shifting towards the timeline where not only am I who I need to be in order to receive him in the way that I want but we are now in the bridge of incidents unfolding for him to become who he needs to be as well right and um the last time I saw my twin flame he told me that he feels like he's in a season of change right now and that he's been seeing 555 a lot. And I was laughing to myself and I told him, I said, "You know, you're about to have a spiritual awakening." And um it was really funny because he's still, I think, you know, very triggered by me and, and sort of struggling and stuff, so um, he actually blocked me after I sent him a message showing him what all of the angel numbers mean. <laughs> um, but either way, he's on the journey, okay? He's on the way. Um, and I do believe that he will have his own spiritual awakening as well. What that looks like, I don't know. But on my own journey, I have also seen angel numbers. My numbers were really, you know, 1111 11 and 222, I will say. Um, and as I've gone on my journey to really push myself to get to the end, right, to be in the timeline of where I want to be, um, where I unfold this ending that I desire for myself, those things have really kept me going. The knowing in my spirit has really kept me going. And um I just believe, I just know, you know, And as I said, Uh, This journey for me is not just about healing, although um, I know that this is an area that many people focus on. And as I said, for me, I feel completely healed from the situation. If I wanted to go out and and date a new person now and be with someone else now, I absolutely could be. Um, But I know that that would not be spiritually or emotionally fulfilling for me, right? Where I am at now in my journey being a 5D ascended person is I'm living for the fulfillment of my spirit, right? My heart and my spirit. I've created enough emotional safety where I can live my heart's truth and not be afraid. Um, and I can live for the fulfillment of my spirit because I'm no longer in this ego reality, right? Where I need to cling on to things outside of myself. In order to make myself feel good, I've learned how to become energetically self-sustaining and fill myself with love, overflowing, where I'm totally fine, I'm totally detached, like I'm okay. I still love my twin flame a lot, you know, I still send him love all the time. And I'm supporting him energetically in his journey. And I actually believe that his journey is more difficult than mine um, because he's in a male body. And I think the men on earth struggle really with the deprogramming because they are so programmed to be disconnected from their emotions more than women. And a lot of your spiritual power is actually in you being able to go inside of yourself, heal yourself emotionally, and that kind of thing. So I know that he may be having a tough time on his journey, but I know him, right? If he really is my twin flame, it means that the same spirit that is in me is also in him, right? And if my spirit is strong enough to get through what I went through, okay, which was hell, it was absolute hell, um, his spirit is strong enough to do it too. And I have already done so much work shifting us to a higher timeline where he will have no choice because he won't find fulfillment anywhere else that it will be in his best interests to look within and start doing that inner work, right? Um, he's already left the karmic, okay, that I've already got confirmation of as well. First of all, I no longer feel it because I could always feel it <laughs> when that was going on. I no longer feel it, thank the Lord Jesus. Um, but yeah, I've seen confirmation of it in the 3D as well, which is great for me. So The unfolding is unfolding, okay? The unfolding is unfolding. And like I said, I am creating this end, right? And so in my video where I talked about um, the things that I'm manifesting August, 2022 and how I'm manifesting my husband and my children, I already know who my husband is. I have already seen my kids. I already know, okay, I'm creating all of these things as I'm speaking to you. Um, And what I will say is that the energy-shifting principles or tools, rather, that I am using on my journey are the affirmations, okay? Shifting your mind to higher levels of belief, higher programs, higher frequencies by sleeping with affirmations, playing affirmations while you're working, while you're working out, while you're driving, programming your mind and shifting you up into a higher frequency, which you can absolutely feel, okay? Okay? And this will also do the emotional healing work for you as well. You will feel things clearing out. You will feel everything. This has been the primary tool that I have used to get myself to where I am at right now in my spiritual journey, in my twin flame journey, where I am okay. I'm 100% okay, right? I'm not struggling, longing for my twin flame, dying, you know, clinging on, stalking, doing all these weird things, right? No. I'm okay, I'm fine, I'm free, I'm living my life. I I know he's still gonna come back, okay, I know, but he's not ready yet, right? We are creating that, we're unfolding it. So he needs to become who he needs to be to show up for me. And that is unfolding right now as we speak. So once he becomes who he needs to be in order for us to be together, and once I am fully that version of myself too, because I believe it comes to you when you're 100% ready as well, Um, that will happen. And you guys will all know when it happens. But as I said, we're not there yet. So I'm not going to talk about, oh, how to come into union with your twin flame, da, da, da. No. What I can say though, is if you feel that you are also on a twin flame journey and you're struggling a lot, I would highly, highly recommend integrating an affirmations program into your routine and see how that works for you. I have had to do this work for almost a year now. Actually, yeah, almost a year now, okay? Um, It's September 2022 as I'm recording this. I had my breakup with my Twin Flame and my Twin Flame Awakening literally at this time last year, September 2021, and I started my healing journey right after that. And at first, I started with doing a lot of self-love meditations and stuff like that. And then I kind of shifted away from doing the meditations to just playing the self-love affirmations, self-worth affirmations, really rebuilding my self-concept into what I wanted it to be. Um, Because again, my twin flame journey for me has really tied into manifestation and reality creation a lot as well. So um, these are the kind of tools and modalities that I've been using that have really worked well for me to get me to where I am at right now. And I look forward actually to reconnecting with my twin flame to coming into physical union with my twin flame so I can share confidently this is how you do it. Um, but yeah, as I said, you know, many things that I see in the Twin Flame community that I don't like is, number one, people thinking that you only need to focus on doing your healing. And number two, people really kind of preaching, this is how you get into union, this is how you get into union, when they haven't actually done it. um, And they're kind of just regurgitating theoretical information that they've been seeing elsewhere. So this is where I'm at right now. Okay. My twin flame woke me up. Okay. He shook my spirit (laughs) out of my body. And I am fully aware that my spirit is in control. You know, I am a spiritual being having a human experience. As I said, I've also had some spiritual gifts come online for me as well. Um, The clairsentience. I can't remember the other one. I'm going to look it up and I'll put it in the description box so you guys know what it is what I'm talking about. Um, Maybe I'll actually do another video as well on my spiritual gifts because it's so funny how when you go through things and you begin to understand and see things clearly about yourself how you can see those things in other people too and that's kind of basically how I feel my spiritual gifts are working. It's like I have come into this higher level awareness, and I just see everything for what it is. I can see through all the programs, right? It's like I can see the belief programs that people are operating from, that are creating the realities that they're living, because I had to see that for myself in order to understand why the circumstances that I created happened. Um, So now I'm walking around (laughs) like Neo in the matrix, you know, like I can see the code. But yeah, I think I'm going to leave this episode here. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, this is 49 minutes. Wow. Um, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And I have one more episode to record um, about my spiritual journey and where I'm at right now. This was the big one. And this is the one, like I said, that really leapfrogged me um, into a higher level of awareness where not only did I become aware of my spirituality, you know, fully from an experiential standpoint, but I also learned and developed spiritual gifts and tools to help me um, control and shift my reality and my timelines, which is amazing, amazing, amazing. And I'm so grateful. And now my destiny and all of these things that I've, been feeling in my spirit and that I really desire to do in my life in the future. I just feel like I have everything that I need to to make it unfold and I have no fear anymore about the direction of my life and everything has just become so much easier for me. So, I know I'm on the right path. And um I look forward to hearing about your journey as well. Are you on a twin flame journey? Where are you at on your journey? Um. Please share in the comments if you're listening to this on YouTube. And as always, I will see you guys in the next episode.